Hey everybody, hey, it's Danny. Hey guys, it's Drea. We are back for another episode of Spin the Bottle, Ooh. Christmas edition. We're super excited because Christmas, that's all. We got Alex in the <laughs> studio today. She's not just behind the mic, but she is on the mic and she is our Christmas elf. Jingle bells, jingle bells. <laughs> so it's going to be a really, really fun show. We've got some special, um, special tunes, I'll say. It's going to be fun. Remixes and whatnot. <laughs> Stay tuned. Merry Christmas. Oh, no. We're not Merry Christmas in it? Uh, yeah, yeah, we are. Mm. Yeah, we are. It is that time of year, guys. Full of good times, fun, and in sync activities. So excited. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Christmas from above. God sends you his love. And everything's okay. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Wow. <laughs> you know, you know how to take the up, how to take the top. <laughs> okay, guys. So this is a really super exciting time of year for many reasons. Um, but we're excited here in the studio because we have our producer and homie, Alex, who is the official mascot of all things Christmas. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This is our um, thank you gift to her because she just loves the holidays. So jingle bells to all of you. <laughs> she greets people during the holidays. Jingle bells. Jingle bells, everyone. And she's just intoxicating, guys. I just got really excited about Christmas. Not to be confused with intoxicated. Though that does happen at Christmas for me. Mm. Yes. Yes. Do you guys drink eggnog? Like spiced? I don't like eggnog. It's thick. It's very thick. But there is an almond milk eggnog out there now. Mm -hmm. What? Mm -hmm. Now. Now. A vanilla spiced chai. And and it's a nice thinness. That sounds like a good time. It's just as thick. It sounds like an okay time. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't necessarily sound like (laughs) the best of times. I don't know. I I would would try it. I think I have tried it. Almond milk I'm just eggnog? not a. I'm just not an eggnog fan. Hmm. Yeah, there are other. There are under other wonderful. You like an eggnog holiday? Eggnog. eggnog. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, not for me. <laughs> All right, y'all. So Christmas, Alex. I mean, there's so many words around Christmas, but I just feel like perhaps there's one word. Maybe there's one word that could just sum it all up, Danny. Like a word that we could use for the entire day. Oh my gosh, like a word of the day? It's funny you say that because I have one for you. So great. Is it funny? Are you ready? (laughs) I just happened to have a word of the day on hand for you guys. And that would be convivial. Mm. Convivial means fond of feasting, drinking, and merry company. It sounded fun. And that is the atmosphere in the studio today. I'm convivial looking at your beautiful faces. If only mm. I knew that word before I printed my Christmas card. <laughs> Doesn't it sound very Christmassy too? <laughs> just imagine convivial. like a big cursive convivial <laughs> across the side. Everyone get out your dictionaries. Have yourself a convivial Christmas. There it is. Lovely. Okay, so... Okay. I'm very excited <laughs> because... Clearly, I love Christmas, but we, uh, the studio team at Spin the Bottle, have 
created a special little song because, you know, not all these tunes belong to us, but don't get me on my Black Lives Matter tip. I just <laughs> think that we needed to own this and make something for us, for us, by us, you know. And so we thought that we would take a well-known carol and just spin it around. Okay, so we got a little tune. Want to hear it? Here it go. On the first day of Christmas, my true love gave to me a tall chocolate boo for Danny. Yes! Yes! (laughs) On the second day of Christmas, my true love gave to me two Hamilton tickets and a tall chocolate boo for Danny. On the third day of Christmas, my true love gave to me three English bulldogs, two Hamilton tickets, and, and a tall chocolate boot for Danny. I like how you On the fourth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me four more years, Obama, three English bulldogs, two Hamilton tickets, and a tall chocolate boot for Danny. On the fifth day of Christmas, <laughs> my true love gave to me five months free rent. Four more years, Obama. Three English Bulldogs, two Hamilton tickets, and a tall chocolate boot for Danny. On the sixth, sixth <laughs> day of Christmas, my true love gave to me six loans forgiven, five for my, five months free rent. <laughs> Four, you're Mr. Obama. Three, English Bulldogs, two, Hamilton tickets, <laughs> and a tall chocolate boot for Danny. On the fifth day of Christmas, <laughs> my true love gave to me seven brandy CDs, six loans forgiven, five months free rent, <laughs> four more years, Obama, three English Bulldogs. Two Hamilton tickets and a tall chocolate boot for Danny. <laughs> On the eighth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me eight weeks vacation, seven brandy CDs, six loans forgiven, five months free rent. <laughs> Four more years, Obama. English Bulldogs, two Hamilton tickets, and a tall chocolate boot for Danny. On the ninth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me nine streams of income, eight weeks vacation, (laughs) seven brandy CDs, six loans forgiven, five months free rent. Bulldogs, two Hamilton tickets, and a tall chocolate boot for Danny. On the tenth day of Christmas, <laughs> my true love gave to me ten pairs of Jordans, nine streams of income, eight weeks vacation, seven brandy CDs, six loans forgiven, five months free rent. Obama, three <laughs> English Bulldogs, two Hamilton tickets, and a tall chocolate boot for Danny. <laughs> On the eleventh day of Christmas, my true love gave to me eleven Apple Watches, ten pairs of Jordans, nine streams of income, eight weeks vacation, seven brandy CDs, 
sins forgiven. Five months free-reigned. Four more years, Obama. Three English Bulldogs, two Hamilton tickets. And a tall chocolate booth for Danny. On the twelfth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me twelve platinum records, eleven Apple Watches, ten pairs of Jordans, nine streams of income, eight weeks vacation, seven brandy CDs, six loans forgiven, five months free rent. Obama, three English Bulldogs, two Hamilton tickets, and a top chocolate booth for Danny. Not from Tinder, though. It's the best Christmas ever, guys. That was beautiful. That was that was that was the best twelve days. Best Christmas ever. Okay. This next little segment is called Currently Caroling, and we're going to share some of our favorite Christmas songs that we may be loving right now, um, or ones that we've always loved. So one of my favorites is Frosty the Snowman by Harry Connick Jr., and you really can't sing it. You can sing some of it, but it's like really big band. I just really love it. It's super corny. I'm very into traditional Christmas music. Um, so I don't know if you would call that one traditional because it's like big band and jazzy. But I just love Frosty the Snowman as a song. Frosty the Snowman was a jolly happy soul. He was a little cop pipe and a button nose and two eyes made out of coal. Yeah. So cute. It's good. Yeah. <clears throat> I like Frosty. We like him too. Too bad it never snows in Southern California, you know. It never snows in Southern California. That's a new song. I wrote it for myself. It's a remix. Frosty the snowman was a jolly happy soul With a corncob pipe and a button nose And two eyes made out of coal Frosty the snowman Okay guys, it's now time to spin that bottle. I'm going to give you a little rundown of our segments. Like to hear them? Here they go. Number one, in the spirit of petty, just an opportunity to bring some petty cheer to the listeners of things that are under our skin and we refuse to tolerate. Black cinema, the holiday edition. I don't think I even need to explain this, but we have found that it's kind of hard to find good black movies about Mm. the holidays. There Mm. are a few good ones, though. There are. So hopefully we get on the spin that we could talk about which ones are our faves. Cuffing season tips. Our personal thoughts on the do's and don'ts this season as you toy with the idea of lowering your standards for holiday love. Don't do it, y'all. Stay strong. Stay strong. One time at Christmas. This is basically one time at band camp, but it's the Christmas version. So hopefully there's no trauma, but you just never know. Thanks, miss. We believe Christmas is about more than presents and food. So these are the things we're thankful for that often go overlooked. And tis the season because there are some lovely guilty pleasures around the holidays that we all live for. I, for one, love a good holiday pretzel. Mm. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) And spin it. 
black cinema. Yes. yes. It's black cinema. <clears throat> Black Good cinema. old Saint Nick has shined his happy light on me and given us Black Cinema Christmas Edition. You guys I, know. I, I think I'm going to enjoy this one. This is my favorite topic. And I feel like there are a few Black Cinema holiday movies that I love. One thing I was just telling um, my sister the other day that we watched was This Christmas, which is oh, a this blast. Oh, This Christmas is really good. I love that movie. It's so mm-hmm. good. It's totally star-studded. There's like everybody is in there. Mm-hmm. And Chris Brown is in there with his little cute self singing songs and you just love him and tap dancing tap dancing doing it all doing it all Mm -hmm. you know one of the ones that i love is not really a christmas movie at all but it takes place around christmas so i count it as a christmas movie is trading places it's just one of my favorite one of my favorite eddie murphy movies that is a good one that movie and it is not about christmas but i i count it it counts for me yeah alex do you have one i think that I, I feel that I don't have enough to choose from, but if I were to choose one currently, it is the mistletones. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> Pause. Is this not black? Pause. How this- do, what constitutes a black cinema movie? There's a black person in mistletones, because I was thinking the same thing. Oh, but dang. It's See what I'm saying? I don't black to cinema. choose from. We need well, to get that's another caveat. Holiday movies. You know? There was one that uh, came out this year. What was the one that came out this year? lovely and cheesy. Almost Christmas, which was so good. Almost Christmas was good? Guys, it was so good. I have some friends who believe Almost Christmas was awful. They're like, uh, it was what? cliche. And it was... All was Christmas really movies are cliche. Kept, I know. And I was trying to tell her. I was like, it's not supposed to like change your life. It's just supposed to make you feel But it was done like in hour. a different way. And I thought it was sweet. And it made me cry a lot. Like, oh, it was... Geez. It was sweet and cheesy. Well, I love cheesy Christmas movies. Me too. So, I, I cliche as it was, I still loved it. I mean, I think that's the point of Christmas movies. And this isn't black cinema, but I will say one of my other very favorite Christmas movies is the cartoon version of The Grinch. I love it. True. But no, that's not a black movie. It's not. Okay. But this Christmas, it just made me feel all warm and fuzzy inside. I watched it again. I was like, this is really enjoyable. You know, I think I'm going to have to watch that this year. Check it out. Okay, guys, it is my turn for our currently caroling mini seg. And I have a few of... um, my Christmas staple go-tos. Obviously, I think everybody and their mama is well familiar with Let It Snow by Boys to Men. I listen to that song year-round, actually. It just puts me in a happy mood, but that is one of my go-to Christmas songs. I also love, I know it's overdone every year, but I do love All I Want for Christmas by Mariah Carey. I it's agree. I think that's a great song. I don't I care who don't doesn't want like it. I a lot for Christmas. It's great. It's great. It's great. Just one it's great. I need. She successfully made a Christmas staple. Yes, she did. That is a right. Christmas staple. Because there are some people, some artists that you're like, I probably won't listen to this again next year. Every year it's Mariah. Like every year Mariah. Around. It's so good. And I feel the same way about Boys to Men. Um, and then another one that a lot of people don't know about, but it's a Christmas staple for me, is Toni Braxton's Christmas album. It is beautiful. And she has some beautiful renditions of standards um, that I love, but she has one that is called Snowflakes of Love, and it's a great Christmas song. Let me type this in yes. Spotify right It's now. great. You guys are going to love it. I'm going to put you up on it. Snowflakes of Love. Cousin, if we can find it, let's cue it. But it's wonderful. Snowflakes of love falling on me. 
For those of you who've been living under a rock and don't know what that is, we (laughs) have decided to just fuse together a couple holidays that happen right around the same time and actually have a conversation about some of the different traditions. I don't know about you guys, but I always want to know um, about more about Kwanzaa, more about Hanukkah, and uh, actually more about Christmas, even though I'm having the Christmas spirit all the time. All the time. I, I feel like there's more to know. Every day. I actually did learn some things. It changed me. But <laughs> uh, I don't know. Anyway, we kind of split some stuff up. So we're just going to toss it around. So Danny, you had, you, you've been looking into Hanukkah. What did you find out? I have. Dreidel, dreidel, dreidel. I made it out of clay. Okay, guys. So I have some fun facts to share with you about Hanukkah. Um, For those of you who don't know the story of Hanukkah, in the second century, the brave Maccabees recaptured the holy temple in Jerusalem from the Greeks. Now, the Maccabees were obviously a far, far smaller tribe, and the Greeks were really, really massive. And so this was quite an undertaking. Um, Once they did, the first thing they did was light the golden menorah in the temple. But there was only one jar of oil. However, miraculously, that one jar of oil that was lit ended up burning for eight days. It was a miracle. So the menorah is lit for eight days to recall this miracle and to be inspired by its message. Um, Another fun fact is that Hanukkah means dedication, which is what it takes to launch a war against the superpower. I mean, you really need to be dedicated. Um, And what else about Hanukkah? So another thing that is really interesting to know or something you should know is a lot of people say that Hanukkah is the Jewish Christmas, but it's not. (laughs) It's not a day of necessarily giving gifts. um, But what their main tradition is to do is they will give gelt, which is money, to kids as an incentive to learn the Torah. Hmm. So Hanukkah comes from the... Hebrew word dedication, and it also enforces education of the Torah. And that is Hanukkah. Hmm. Well, that's cool. Yeah. Listen, you have to be, you have to be, you know, really brave. Because the Greeks were something back in the day. Okay. (laughs) They really were. So to to take them on and to win and to regain the temple. Okay. That's something. Now, what do the, do you know what they do every, like, what is every day about for Hanukkah? Um, let's see. It doesn't say specifically what every day was for. I've always been curious because I know that they tell the story of the Maccabees, but then I didn't know what every day was about, which I've always like I've always thought about Hanukkah. Is it I, like you meaning like one day means this, two days means yeah. this? Three, I don't Does know. Does it mean something? Well, let's listen. I thought it was because of the oil, like God kept the oil oh. for eight days. God kept the oil for eight days, so it was a miracle. True. So it's like, so it's they one light the candles. one light for yeah. each. That's day. cool. Yeah. Hmm. God comes through, man. 
<laughs> Won't he do it? Won't okay. Drea, Kwanzaa. Kwanzaa. So, my grandmother used to celebrate Kwanzaa. Awesome. All the time. And she, <laughs> she lived in a very small town. And she had a nonprofit called DARC, which for the life of me, I can't remember what it stood for, but it was to celebrate African-American traditions and educate um, different people about culture, African-American culture. So she lives in a really small town and she would dress up the library window with Kwanzaa decorations. And she even came to my school and um, went to a small liberal arts college and she came to my school and did a Kwanzaa presentation thanks yeah. to one of my closest That's friends. That's so awesome. <laughs> See, I was um, vice president of the Black Student Union yeah, and you were. my roommate was the president yeah, you of were. the Black mm-hmm. Student Union and she had Mimi come and do a little presentation. Anyway, Kwanzaa is only 50 years old this year. Really? Yeah. So in 1966, Dr. I think his name is Karinga, Ron Karinga, um, decided that he wanted to develop a cultural tradition that wasn't based in religion, but based on culture um, and just celebrate and inspire African-Americans who were then working for progress. You know, it was the 60s, lots of movements happening. And for the life of me, I don't remember anybody that I know like celebrating Kwanzaa. Like we all knew what it was. Even now I don't celebrate it, but you know what it is. You know, like the seven days, um, each day has a different meaning and each day is celebrated differently. Um, Umoja, which is unity, Kujijakalia, which is self-determination, Ujima, collective work and responsibility, Ujama, cooperative economics, Nia, a sense of purpose, Kumba, creativity, and Imani, faith. Um, Just making the community better and believing that a better world can be created. So I decided to, because, you know, I'm familiar with those seven principles, I decided to look up some things that I didn't really know about Kwanzaa um, that I wasn't as familiar with because it's not something that I celebrate. But the more I was reading about it, the more I was reading about it, I thought it's so important. It's really important just to kind of respect those that came before you. And that's a big part of Kwanzaa is having like paying tribute to your ancestors and having those that are older than you um, share their wisdom and you mm-hmm. listen, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And I just think that the principles here are just so important. And I'm not sure why no one continues it. Maybe it's a little bit too hotep for people. Um, maybe it's a little bit too Afrocentric because, you know, we're so far removed from that. And a lot of us don't even really identify as African-American. We just identify as black American. Um, but the truth is, although we may not know exactly where we came from, um, we did come from the motherland. So, and whether or not they identify with us or vice versa, it's like that ancestry is there. And so the, the official language of Kwanzaa is Swahili. Um, And that's because it's like the widest spoken language. And so I think Dr. Karenga was just really trying to find a way to unify African-Americans and give them something to build on. Which I think that's just like, wow, 
That's just amazing, you know? It really is. Um, and when realize it, huh? I don't think we realized that. What? That that's what it was meant for. You know what I mean? Like to keep it, not, not ignoring it, but mm-hmm. you know, to an extent, like we all are just kind of, I don't know, like we just kind of go about our lives and don't celebrate. It was like, Hey, mm-hmm. here's something that was meant for you anyway. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Something that's meant for you. So, okay. So the things that I didn't really pay the closest attention to was there's one night called Karamu. Um, and it's a feast. It's one of the nights. Yeah, I think it's the, the, it's usually held on December 31st and January 1st is the last day of Kwanzaa. So it's like the second to last day of Kwanzaa. And that principle on that day is Kumba, which is like creativity. Mm. So on that day, there's like a showcase of, you know, art, artistic abilities, musical, poetic, even food. Um, and it doesn't have to be like a huge formal feast, but there is some creative piece um, included. And then there is a reassessment and recommitment ritual. Wow. Um, yeah. Which is a talk by like a guest lecturer. And then there's like rejoicing. So it's like a full on. What does it sound like to you? It sounds a little bit like a church service. Yeah. yeah. You know, there's like. Um, so, yeah, reflections offered by a man, a woman and a child a reassessment and commitment ritual, a talk by a guest lecture, and then rejoicing. And then there's a ceremony where everybody passes around a libation. And then the oldest person honors the ancestors by reciting this statement and pouring some of the drink. Drink. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Out on the ground to a resounding (laughs) amen. I'm very serious. That's where I came from. That is incredible. (laughs) (laughs) And and then the hostess takes a sip and then there's a drum performance. It's really like this really, it's like a very ceremonial thing. And the thing about like, I think we're talking about this because we're talking about connections. Like the thing about the older cult traditions, um, because I think that being Jewish is like a cultural thing. Um, And as much as it is like a very religious practice, it's also like a lot of people label themselves as like a cultural Jew. Uh, So I think that having the, the connection between you know, Kwanzaa and Hanukkah and a lot of these traditions is just like that reflection, that remembering and that like spending time and creating things that are symbolic so that you don't forget like who came before you, what happened and why it's still important to you today. Hmm. So I think the connection is just that we all know that there's something sacred about, you know, remembering and connecting with one another um, and going through those rituals just kind of takes you back to what's important so wow so the karamu is on december 31st and then on the first january 1st um there's an intense day of focus meditation self-analysis and renewal and on that day of meditation you ask yourself who am i am i really who i say i am 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 i all it am i all i ought to be Dang. So I know, right? I am that, celebrating Kwanzaa. <laughs> I'm definitely celebrating Kwanzaa. <laughs> I'm definitely so so it's like supposed to be like this day of self-reflection and contemplation. Um and just like rest, like not engaging so completely with the world that you just kind of forget, oh yeah, celebration, yay, but like you're like digging in deep. Um and not being impatient about wealth of the things that you want to acquire, but just like some deep meditation. I did not know that. 
Wow. Like, I this knew about the Canara, the Seven Candles. I knew the candles, Seven Days, but I didn't know yeah. any of this other the stuff. The Seven Days, the red, black, and green. and uh, Guys, let's celebrate Kwanzaa this year. I'm serious. Yeah. I think that's dope. I mm-hmm. agree. Listen, we all just became super black this year, so <laughs> I think it's time. What <laughs> better time. time? What better time? What better time than now? The Obamas are leaving. We got to keep hope alive. I just love that because it gives it has it gives so much substance to have like to you know the holidays like or feeling you know having a certain feeling because sometimes even though I have I have the Christmas spirit quote unquote and I love Christmas so much it's like you know you have the trees and the lights and it's beautiful and it's great um and i and you know i am a christian and so i you know i believe in the birth of jesus and all that but sometimes it could just get a little empty it's like yeah well why am i why am i that excited mm-hmm. you know what i mean and so i just think this is so dope because i'm it like is. this is all like i don't know it feels like it's for something you know and it's so interesting it has like purpose. as you were talking about purpose and just the power and remembering in community it just reminds me of like talking about Hanukkah and like how they take the time to like retell this story yeah, and how like it's important, like the stories and of their culture and of their religion and just like it is so sacred to them. And it's just beautiful to see that carried down generation to generation to generation. Like Mm -hmm. these are our stories and this is where we come from and this is what happened. They understand the importance of remembering. Yeah. You know, I think it's beautiful. Um, Yeah, it's pretty dope. I, I was reading this stuff like, you know what? I'm going to do more than be like, Habari Ghani, or <laughs> Umoja. <laughs> Umoja. Yeah, no. Um, so yeah, the day okay. of meditation. Oh, and then there was even a piece like uh, Dr. Karenga didn't want it to become very commercialized. Like he, and so that's why there are, there are, I think some gifts but not a gift every night. Like he's very, it was very much like, Mm. we want this to be about, you know, growth and um, heritage and community. And so there is like a small gift, I think on the night where everybody comes together and they celebrate. But for the most part, it's really supposed to be like a renewed sense of self and connecting with each other. It's pretty dope. That's really That's cool. Awesome. I never thought Kwanzaa was dope. I just I just helped my grandma set up her stuff. Raw Mimi. Mimi. That's so dope. Well, guys. <laughs> oh, here we go. It's time to talk about Christmas. Let me tell you. Oh, it's great. I just I don't know. I'm just here okay, so here's the thing. I like I said, I'm a Christian, and so I have, you know, this is the time where we celebrate Jesus' birth, and he was born in a manger, and there were three wise men and three kings, which I also recently learned were not kings, they were magi, and so, um, but it was fine, you know, everybody <laughs> everybody yeah. came, and, you know, they followed the star, and it was wonderful, and, you know we love those things and Jesus brought light into the world but so what I found about Christmas and really the origin of it and the festival that it originated from was so disturbing and and how it came about the best way for me to share it is simply uh I kind of put together some of the historical things that I read into a little paragraph to read to you 
So the Roman pagans first introduced the holiday of Saturnalia, a week-long period of lawlessness celebrated from December 17th to 25th. During this period, Roman courts were closed and Roman law dictated that no one could be punished for damaging property or injuring people during the week-long celebration. Does a movie ring a bell? I'm going with the purge. (laughs) What is the purge? The festival began... When Roman authorities chose an enemy of the Roman people to represent the Lord of Misrule, at the festival's conclusion, December 25th, Roman authorities believed they were destroying the forces of darkness by brutally murdering this innocent man or woman. Uh, uh, innocent? So then... (laughs) Oh, there's more. Guys, guys. Aw, what happened with them Christmas trees? Oh, yeah, the Christmas trees. They They have an origin, too. So, wait... Okay, and then, so in the 4th century, Christianity imported Saturnalia Festival, hoping to make the, to take the pagan masses in with it. Basically, the Christians, uh, they were look, they were trying to populate, oh. and they were like, hey, it's a bunch of y'all, bring your holiday, come be a Christian. Okay? Mm, okay. And mm, so Christian leaders succeeded in converting to Christianity, large numbers of pagans by promising them that they could continue to celebrate Saturnalia as Christians. But the problem was that there was nothing inherently Christian about Saturnalia. At all. Duh. Yeah. Ding, ding, ding. So to remedy this, the Christian leaders named Saturnalia's concluding day, December 25th, to be Jesus's birthday. Wait, are you, wait, are you telling me they just picked an erroneous date? (laughs) Yes, you know and Jesus so, wasn't born on December 20th. I mean, I knew that, but they just like really like just like it's like there was no meaning like, involved. There was at not all. like whatsoever. I knew that wasn't no. the exact day, yeah. but I didn't realize they were just like okay, December twenty fifth. It is. Yeah, yeah. Well, they had they had a reason. Now, what was the reason again? Well, like you know. So here's what it says. So the here's, purge was a real life thing, is what you're yeah. telling me. And so here here's what I have, which actually does not say the why which is a very good question but it says christians had little success in refining in refining the practices of saturnalia and in return for ensuring massive observance of the anniversary of the savior's birth by assigning it to this resonant date the church for its part tactically agreed to allow the holiday to be celebrated more or less in the way that it had been. So the earliest Christmas holidays were celebrated by drinking, sexual indulgence, singing naked in the streets, which were the precursor of modern caroling. Whoa. We've come a long way. (laughs) And, you know, so there's so much more, but I just, I can't. Those people were just so free, man. There was, there was. They were just so free. There was just so (laughs) I just encourage you to look it up for yourself. Now that, here's, here's what I gather, because from whenever this happened to now, we have a story of light and beauty and of, you know, Jesus coming into the world and through a miracle and being a hope for people. And I, what I, even though this was devastating to read, oh, Alex. Uh, <laughs> I will say so that. Even though, even though I know Jesus is not necessarily born on December 25th, I'm sorry for anybody's bubble I burst. If you did not know that, just law. I mean, just times and when you add up the dates, it doesn't work that way. He didn't, he, even though he wasn't born on December 25th, it did actually connect me even more to the story of Jesus and how important it is that light 
you know, started shining on this day and that this became a day of light and, and a day of, you know, hope for so many people because yeah. I'm like, really the purge? That is, that's how it, that's how this all. I'm still messed up about the innocent person. <laughs> like that could have been me. Like that could have been anybody. I'm just saying. And, and to me, when I, and then there's, there's lots of things even about, cause you guys know about St. Nick right yeah mm-hmm. and where that whole thing came from oh wait so this you mean was santa claus so <laughs> the, yeah. um for those of you who don't santa know saint claus? nick he was uh um a saint in in the church and he went around giving gifts and um it, there's a whole story behind him but apparently like the day that he went out and gave gifts was december 25th but in 1931 the coca-cola corporation contracted uh this uh, commercial to create a coke drinking santa and the corporation insisted that santa's fur be trimmed that his fur trimmed suit be bright coca-cola red and santa was born a blend of christian crusader pagan god and commercial idol so that is who santa is in the commercial form but you know yeah my mama didn't play the santa games yeah, though no. so i think there's so many were... there's so many things but i think that <laughs> I think that Christmas to me and what it what it has become is something that I'm I'm just gonna choose to cling more to that. Um, sure, Emmanuel. And, yeah, God Emmanuel, with us. God with us. And <laughs> I, even though, and I don't, I still, I think it's such a good question, Drea, because even as I was reading that, I was so devastated by the details of how it came to be. I didn't think, why would they just name an erroneous date after Jesus' birth? Like, what is the point of that? What is that accomplishing? I, I mean, clearly I could tell that they wanted the masses to be a part of Christianity, but I don't know what that point was. Um, but I will say that I think taking that taking that glory away or the that shine away from that festival and making it and making this day about Jesus and about something that is so bright and mm-hmm. you know so beautiful I'm like okay I can I can accept that and I think I'll choose to to focus on that cuz sometimes you know we can get hung up on that you know, the whole pagan thing and then be like this and that. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm just going to choose to focus on the light. But it did kind of, it rocked me a little bit. I'm I'm sorry, Alex. I know how much you love. I do. But actually, I'm glad Jerea shared what she did about Kwanzaa because I'm like, you know what? I can just, I'd rather do a little lead up (laughs) with (laughs) these kinds of days, you know, celebrate Jesus for for this day but then if i can have something like kwanzaa that means something meaningful that was bore out of uh something that was great then maybe i don't know maybe it can bring some substance back in the film of the holidays not to bring anybody down i'm sorry about this it's okay honey she really is sorry (laughs) i mean i don't know i'm i'm just gonna i'm gonna keep researching i'll update you uh, we'll keep you I, posted. Keep you posted about what I find. But that's what I that's what I found on on Christmas. And there's all kinds of different mm. origins. Um, there is a really great podcast that I listened to called Typically Hazardous. And if you go way way back to 2015, he did like a the, this guy Hank Fortner. He did a series on the different uh, origins of Christmas and where things came from: mistletoe, trees, Santa Claus, whatever. Uh, but he turns it into such a beautiful thing. I'm not there yet, but I think he's good that way. Yeah, he's great, you know. And I encourage you 
to turn it all around, you know. Listen. <laughs> Open those windows. <laughs> oh my gosh. So one question for you guys before we end the conversation. What resonates the most with you about the holiday? And do does your current um about the holiday season, like it, you know, it could be anything. It could be actually whatever your typical tradition is, whether it's Christianity or, you know, whatever, or, you know, whether it's your family. Um, I know for me, what resonates the most around the holidays, which is why I actually think I like it so much, is family. Yeah. I think it's the only time, not the only time, but one of the big main times that you spend uninhibited quality time together. And I enjoy that. And so I think that's why I get so excited because it's just this really, really big buildup to like lots of love and affirmation and people just hanging out and, and that's all we're meant to do. So I dig that. I think Jesus would like it. I agree. I agree. I mean, I'm very close to my family, but it is like a different, people tend to slow down. And then it's just like a general season of like, everybody is kind of a little hopeful and a little more kind. It's, you know, we call it the Christmas spirit or whatever you want to call it, but it's like, everybody's just a little more present, um, a little more grateful, a little more, um, community focused. I love the holidays. I really do. I'm sad to hear that some of the origins were so awful, but you know what I mean? I still don't think that there's anything wrong to be taken from the spirit of the holiday and, Listen, anytime we can celebrate a savior or celebrate hope coming to the world or love or peace or joy, I'm with it. Yeah. So. Yeah. I agree. I think that my favorite part about the holidays is just the slowdown and sort of the enjoyment of the time that's happening right now. Like, I really love just. You know, being in the moment with what if it's just family or just like our friends um, and just doing things that, you know, bring you joy, like really simple things um, that that the holiday kind of allows you to to just enjoy, whether it's waking up and just, you know, talking to your mom or your cousins and yeah, um, yeah, it's 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 like the mix of family, and then it's also just like this this time period for you to just to really sort of reflect on, you know, what's happened that year. You know, where you are emotionally, um, where you are just like with your goals in life. I don't know that that sort of transition from fall, where it's like so busy, mm-hmm. you just get busy, you know, and there's mm-hmm. so many activities, and then. Um, you just roll into the holidays and you can be as equally busy in the holiday season, like with different parties. And I like that busyness too, but then there's just like a little bit of um, peace. If you look a little bit deeper, you know, that you can find. So I really like that. Um, Yeah. The holidays can just be so good. You know, it can also be not so great for people. And I remember my holidays weren't always great. Um, just because you were always guaranteed some family drama. But I think that that sort of helped me um, sort of appreciate the times when, like, I was with friends, where it was just, like, really sweet and just start looking for kind of, like, that deeper connection, you know? Because when you, when you have bad holidays, like... Mm. Yeah. You know, 
don't necessarily look forward to spending time with. Yeah, that's true. With the, with the family. Yeah. Um, so it has it has there has to be something else, something more sometimes. But the other thing I do love about the holidays is how everybody tends to like cultivate their own little traditions, their own little family yes. traditions. You know, like traditions. Yeah, so fun. Yeah, it's just yeah. Yeah, I dig that. I'm with you, honey. Well, this is great. The holidays <laughs> are great. I'm, I'm That's all we're saying. The In light of the historic background, the the holidays are great, and there's Listen. so much to be grateful for. There is a lot to be grateful for, and hopefully, you guys are out there with family or friends, just yes. appreciating what you have where you are now. Yes. And listen, just don't do the research if you don't want to know. Okay? <laughs> Ignorance is bliss. Sometimes. Listen, man. Okay. I know. It's okay, honey. No, it's great. Happy holidays. Jingle bells. Celebrate Kwanzaa this year. Yeah. For real. So, for my currently caroling, I have so many Christmas songs that I love. But there is one in particular that always strikes a chord, which is uh, the Christmas song. By yeah. specifically Nat King Cole. Yeah. To be clear. Classic. Um, chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Jack Frost nipping at your nose. It's, oh, I just love that song. It, it's like the perfect embodiment of Christmas to me. But my other favorite Christmas song that most people don't know because it's, it's connected to my favorite Christmas movie is Even a Miracle Needs a Hand. And... <laughs> And so it's from Twas the Night Before Christmas. Even a miracle needs a hand. <laughs> and so it's my favorite song. So darn cute. <laughs> it's running into the mic. Um, yeah, it's no, but it, I love that song. And if you've never seen Twas the Night Before Christmas, which I'm meeting more people every day, I have not. No idea what you're talking about. But that's a really cute song. Just it's guys. The movie is twenty eight minutes. Oh, go okay, on great. YouTube and watch it. Okay? okay, it's a little cartoon, and it's about a little mouse Isn't family. Is it about a mouse? Yeah, it's oh, a little I mouse family that, that built a clock so that Santa would come back. Yes, yes, yes. And well, don't tell Man, me the I whole thing. I'm gonna watch it. Whoa, I'm gonna watch it. It's so great. You wait and I'll hurry. You sit and I'll stand. We'll do what's necessary because even a miracle needs a hand. So Aww. that's just what I'll say to you. Even I love a miracle it. needs a hand. You know, oh, man. <laughs> I meant to tell you guys this one Christmas song that is like automatic tears for me, and I don't know why. Like, it, I cry every single time I hear it. Is Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. Oh! I love that song. It, I love it, but it makes me cry every time. Really? It's so beautiful. It's, yes. I and think, I love a lot. I like listening to a lot of renditions of it. Yeah. Oh, my God. Toni Braxton on her Christmas album. She does a beautiful version. But the part where they say, um, through the years, we, will, yeah. we all will be together uh, if the fates allow. And it just makes me think of, like families and then you're there but then some years ugh, members aren't there i don't know what it is but oh, i just it started crying cry. right now i know, I know you gotta go see almost christmas and i'm not a crier but that that song just it, it brings it. me tears i wasn't a crier <laughs> not the point yeah no but everybody can cry during the holidays you know just have all the feels this is the time tis the season for feels hmm. 
You know how I get about being all of my feelings like yeah. this, but... Well, anyway, that's it. Jingle bells, everyone. Jingle bells! Now Okay, guys, it's time for our second spin. Just for a quick refresher on the board, we have In the Spirit of Petty, Cuffing Season, One Time at Christmas, Thanksmas, and Tis the Season. Cuffing Season. (laughs) (laughs) All right, these are do's and don'ts this season. What should we tell people to beware of if they're trying to find a holiday boo, but just a holiday boo? Not a January boo? Not a break in the 2017 boo? Yeah. I guess, I mean, don't holiday boos kind of flow into the January? Do they flow into Because like, it's winter, you know what I mean? So kind it's still of, like, kind of. I feel like holiday boos get to Valentine's Day. But then I thought they break up before Valentine's Day. They don't make Valentine's it before Valentine's Day. Oh, right, I think right. they make the cut. I'm not single, so I don't know. So don't, you well, have I don't to. know, honey. Oh, well, I'm, I'm new and true to this dating game. I'm, <laughs> I'm just, it's a brave new world for me. But uh, where did the phrase cuffing season come from? Cuffing. Just let me know. Anyone. Fill okay, me so in. My, Fill me in. So my hypothesis about this is that, you know, when they say you're either cupcaking or you're cuffed up, it's... It's warm. You need to have oh, somebody like, cuffed like, up. Oh, uh, like that little the, the yeah, cuff? like your cuff, like you're that cuffed you... with your boo. Oh, because it's cold outside, and you know, lots of times I don't know. You may be snowed in somewhere, and you're bored, and you know, I don't know. Maybe the lights are your electricity's gone off. These things happen in the mm. winter time. You see, in the Got summer, it. everybody's out living life scantily clad. So cuffing season is. It's cold outside. Let's cuddle up, cuff up, cupcake. Mm-hmm. That's always been my thought, but I don't know. I could. I mean, wrong. I guess it makes sense. And I guess being handcuffed, is that what this is? I think what we're talking about, I don't know, like boot up, cuffed up. Sure. You just want to have somebody, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I guess my thought, we could maybe talk a little bit about this, is what's appropriate for a holiday boo as far as gifts go? What's the, mm-hmm. what is the expectancy there? I would say don't go too far. Mm. So what? That's like a a gift card. Mm. Uh. <laughs> I kind of feel like it's it's like maybe a card that well, you made. This is a, oh, this is an that, album. To me, if you make homemade, card, is, that means that's you, from your heart. That's from your heart, and you that's mean very, it. Okay, so I guess this is a good question, guys, because I don't... Okay, so I'm single this Christmas, so I know what I'm getting, obviously, for my family and friends, but I don't have a boo to buy a gift for. But what did you guys get? What did you guys get your husband's your first Christmas? I have no idea. Do you remember? No. Do you? Yeah. What did you get him? I don't know if I'm a good example, Um, (laughs) because I think I'm a classic don't, and... And I remember this Christmas. I got him a Timberland watch. Whoa. And yeah, he, girl. And, but he was appropriate. And he bought me an aquarium with a fake Tony the Tiger in it. I'm sorry. That's the best Christmas gift I've <laughs> sorry, ever what? heard I'm of in my even, life. No, no. It was, it was, in a, it was like. Explain this. You know these. Do you know those. Aqua- you, wait. Do y'all remember those um, like lava lamps? 
Yes. Yeah. So this was like a, it was like a aquarium sort of lava situation. But you know how they had like the gel in them and had like little stuff inside. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so he bought me one of those and I need to and it had I need to it had Google. like a Tony the Tiger, but I like Tigger, Aww. and so. <laughs> So close. <laughs> so close. So close. Yeah, no cigar. But I'm sir. certain that he got that at like uh, five below. Wow. Um, and I had fully gotten him this Timberland watch. What? Which is that styling and profiling. Yeah, I like. yeah. Um, but you know, I don't know. Maybe he got it from more. I love you so much, babe. We're married. They're married. They're um, married. It worked, um, whatever it was. Cousin, do you remember what Drea got you for Christmas the first time? The first Christmas gift I got from my wife and co-host of Spin the Bottle. <laughs> Uh, it was actually two shirts that she had made. Um, I believe it, we were North. She was in North Carolina, and uh, yeah, you were in North Carolina. I know. I remember. And um, and one was, it was like a black shirt with a with a, I guess kind of like an iron on type of thing of Stevie of, of young Stevie Wonder, uh, and then another one was a picture of Ray Charles on another shirt, and I wore them jokers out. Like, I wore them jokers. They were so cute. I wore them jokers out. So those were personalized t-shirts, Dre. Yeah. You had them made. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, that is a very was, thoughtful was very first thoughtful. Christmas gift. But see, y'all wasn't cuffing, you, though. Y'all wait, were in a relationship. Did you get, what did you get her? Do you remember? No. I mean, you do? I, I went out. I know I went out. I went you out always loud. do. You always do. I went out. Wait. So, was wait. this the jacket? I remember a story no, about the jacket. Jack, well, the jacket that was, that was, that was just that was just uh, I, I I love you. Congratulations, you are now a Delta jacket, right? That's the jacket you're talking about. Yeah, Delta jacket. Um, I know I went all out. I think it had some. It probably was some jewelry. No, you know what? Was, was it, it the pearl necklace? It might. You know, actually, it might have been that cross. Oh, I loved that cross. Yeah, actually, I think I think that's what it was. I got her a a white gold cross with a. A flawless diamond in the, in the middle of it. Flawless. Is that a type? Okay, so basically, yeah, a, you guys. A, a flawless, oh. a flawless but diamond. we weren't cuffing though. We had been dating no. For see, like, that's like, this so... is not a good example. We need because because see, when you're cuffing, that's like I'm I'm single. I'm single. I'm single. Hey boo, can't, let's hang out for the holidays. I feel like for cuffing, you can get a Chili's gift card. You Chili's can get oh, 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 some type of gift card. <laughs> To some as a retail person who food likes chain. Buy, as a person who likes buying gifts, I just feel like so you know if I was cuffing, though. I would still get you something that you would like. It might not be like a watch, yeah, but it'll be something nice that you like. Well, my question is, when do you for people who cuff? <laughs> for, for people who cuff, um, <laughs> do you bring that person home for the holidays? No, Mm-mm. I think no, that's you a don't. Can't. That's a, that's a don't. That's a don't. So let's talk about some don'ts. Don't that, bring that, them home for the holidays. Some, I mean, you bring them to the yeah. family. That that means that there's some potential. Do not. So you don't buy them to the the gifts can't be too expensive. No. Um. If you like, if you want to do anything, I think if you want to do anything over twenty dollars, then y'all should just invest it into something y'all do together. Go ice skating. Like a date or yeah, something. A date. That is a practical cuffing tip. No, I'm with you. <laughs> you should invest it into something that you both enjoy. I'm just saying. And it's like it's just smart. don't have them too mixed into the thing. You know, like, I'm not about to be bringing you to holiday office parties. You know what might be a great cuffing gift is a Netflix gift card. I mean, wait, 
iTunes so, gift card. Well, are you turning Netflix and shit? <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> it's cuffing season. It is I mean, cuffing season. I don't know. I'm just saying, buy iTunes gift card. Like, hey, here's like a little movie pack so we can cuddle on the couch and watch. There's a, a lot movie. of innuendo behind that that yeah, quality yeah, gift yeah. there. Okay. A lot of innuendo. That's the cuffing part. Yeah. Right. I missed it. Right. I cuffers. <laughs> cuffers. <laughs> Hey. Let us know what this is like, Danny. Especially I, Danny, I don't know. me. I'm. I don't know if I'm. Ooh, gonna does be your coffee, holiday though. boo go to parties with you? No. What? Well, why not? No, Isn't no, no, that, no. What kind of like? like well, like the office, like holiday, the office, the office party, party, right? Like the office party. He, for uh, no. Oh. Um, for me, you're not coming to my office parties unless wow. you're. Okay, so, what you no. only watching movies and being at the house together? Isn't that what cuffing is? I feel like cuffing is we're not doing relationship stuff. We're doing. I don't know. Man. Oh, so maybe are you, but really are y'all going out? It's like I have an option. If maybe during the season I don't want to be alone, we can go yes, to the movies. That's we cuffing can go season, eat. right? Isn't that what cuffing is? You don't so know. So y'all not know going to church together. That's related. I mean, y'all can visit a new church, but I mean, we're not going to my, my church. My, <laughs> my thing is, I'm so detached from that side. I don't, not entirely sure. The the, the, the DD spin the bottle at gmail.com. Email us. Please let us and know. let us know. Because none of us know what how to exactly is cuffing season and what does it mean. As a matter of fact, Eric Eric Bellinger. Yeah, yeah. He has he actually has a there. dope. Dope uh, EP, I guess it was an EP a record, full full record, but he probably would know better than anybody. Maybe he'll Let's ask give Eric. us a shout. Eric, Eric, give us a shout, man. Eric, tell us. Cuffing season, what does it really mean, dude? Break it down. Because yeah. I'm, I, I, I think I won't be cuffing. I don't think I'm a cuffer. I think I'm, I'm confused. The fact I, that I mean, this might be, see, you know what cuffing season is for? Cuffing season is for the tender booze. Like not to do yeah, nothing crazy, but you might swipe right or whatever way you're supposed to swipe. <laughs> swipe the swipe on somebody and actually hang out with them. You know, do uh-huh. some things. That's that's cuffing season. You mm-hmm. know, just so that you know, because nobody wants to be alone on Christmas. That's I think that's all it's about. Yeah. And when it's cold, but it don't be cold here forever. It don't even be cold here. Not no. in L.A. So. Not in L.A. No. It gets chilly. It does. Not at night. Chilly. Is what you said. Oh. <laughs> just the but then it also gets tricky. So chilly and tricky. And uh, listen, well, you over here giving gift cards and Netflix gift cards and whatnot. Oh, I told yeah. you, if you're my, I'm giving you a Chili's gift card. You can get a Yogurt Land gift card my or Chili's a, though. Chili's, <laughs> Chili's specifically. It, says it, it specifically says this is not serious. <laughs> Can you can you dig deep I, on a Chili's? I now understand. Can you dig deep on a Chili's gift card? I'd I mean, be so pissed. I would give it away. Yeah, mm-hmm. I get okay. you. I okay, anyway, that. let us know. We want to know how to cuff. But Email good, us. good luck to all you cuffers out there. Get, shout us a holler at ddspinthebottle at gmail.com. Let us know what in the world is cuffing. <laughs> and and why is there an entire season for it? Because it gets cold. Because this group clearly it, be out here doing big things. Chilly, we got fish tank, you know, like, watches, flawless diamonds, outside. custom t-shirts. So Missed that cross though. Custom t-shirt. Custom. All right, y'all. Let us know. <laughs> okay. It's time for Recent Revelations. <clears throat> so good. We get better every week. Um, a mess. You know, I don't really have anything deep or profound. I, 
would say that my recent revelation for this uh, week and season and time has just been really focusing on gratitude. That's it. Just really taking the time to focus on all of the things that are right about my life and all of the things that I'm grateful for and not getting caught up in the things that I don't quite have or the things that I haven't obtained yet or where I should be because I'm a bit of a perfectionist. So I'm just taking time every day to just remind myself and I'm writing down things that I'm grateful for. Just trying to be in the moment, you know? That's it. I love the moment. (laughs) This moment is great. This moment is great. I'm enjoying it. Breathing it in. Grateful for you guys. This is our first Christmas. Spin the bottle. We did a podcast. That's Merry Christmas to us. Gratitude, man. Jingle bells, jingle bells. (laughs) (laughs) Something that I've been saying for the past week is this phrase that I've heard millions of times, but I've been in a few conversations where I've had to remind myself and other people that the journey that they're on is their journey and not anyone else's. And I think um, I've had a, a number of conversations where the com- the comparison bug man, has kind of like hindered people from um, just kind of enjoying, even just enjoying the season, enjoying their lives. And even for me, you know, you during this time of reflection, I think that you start to think about where you want to be, where you think you should have been. And it finally really sunk in that the journey that you're on is is really, it, it only belongs to you. And you can't look at someone else and be like, well, so-and-so is here and I'm there. And like, it's just not possible. So I don't know if it's a recent revelation or just like a recent um, acceptance of the place in life that I am. Cause you don't really know, you don't know what the future holds. Um, you can't control it. You can plan all you want, but things are going to change and adapt no matter what. So I don't know. I just been thinking a lot about journeys, um, progress, success, and you know, how to move forward. So in moving, I think the best way to move forward is just sort of accept where you are currently and be um, happy with that. So I didn't really want to do like a deep revelation, but that's just where my brain has been, you know. I get it. Honey, you're a deep kind of gal. It's wonderful. It's awesome. I think my recent revelation is that you can always stretch a little farther so that is what has been happening and I think we all think that we can I think we all think that we have a limit but if you reach your limit and then you have to go a little bit farther you you can do it and so I've been learning that in my family and my career and things outside of my career I'm just realizing that there is a place beyond what you think is your limit that you still can go. And so. I like that. Yeah. It's good, Alex. Stretching myself. Okay. Well, guys, that wraps up another episode of Spin the Bottle. 
please go on to iTunes and rate us. We would really like to know how you feel about the show. If uh, you want to talk to us about some of your Christmas traditions, if you've cracked the code on cuffing, please email <laughs> us at ddspinthebottle at gmail.com. And we'd like to thank Drea, because you're just a wonderful co-host. I Aww, love you. You're the best. And Alex, you serve so many hats. Thank you for this Christmas cheery episode. It was a blasty blast. And best cousin, song ever. Best. It's going viral, guys. <laughs> and cousin in the back. We love our mamas. Have I forgotten anybody? I think you got everybody. And yourself. And yourself. You, Danny. Give yourselves a round of applause. You just with your light and your cheer and your warmth, just warming up the place. Thank you. You guys are so sweet. I love you. All right, guys. Happy holidays. Thanks for listening. We love you. Happy holidays. You and your family. Jingle Jingle bells. bells. Jingle bells. All of you. Jingle. (laughs) All the way. (laughs) (laughs) Bye.